September is Suicide Prevention Month, and I wanted to spend some time talking about this really important subject. Now, suicide nationally is on a rise for all populations, but especially there are high-risk populations that are especially concerning. Now, why is it that those numbers are going up? What can we do to help identify, to try to prevent, to try to help people who may be suicidal or maybe even recognize those things in ourselves? Let's talk about it. Hey everybody, it's Dr. David. So this very somber topic, but it's an important topic. This is something that more people need to be aware of. As a pediatrician, I am trained as to how to help recognize, to ask the right questions. When I work especially with my teenage populations and we, we get the parents out of the room, um, to ask very specific questions that, um, that you know, when I establish a relationship with an adolescent, and it's a very different relationship than they have with their parents, and, you know, part of why I like to see patients every year is to build trust, a, rep, um, a rapport with them, because I will be told things that they won't tell their parents. OK. And of course, while I share with them when we talk about all types of things during our adolescent private encounters and let them know that when we talk about things like sexual encounters or drug use or other things, those things are in the vault. OK. But if there is something suicidal that I do need to do and take specific action to try to prevent that. And that's the only thing that I will share with a parent or if necessary with authorities in order to do something about that. OK. But this is real. This is scary. OK. Now, the suicide rates, according to the CDC, has continued to go up over the last 20 years. And unfortunately, after the PTSD as a collective, as a nation, as a world we've all been through, it has accelerated since COVID. OK. Now, anxiety and depression have also escalated during these, these past few years, which, of course, we know can be a big um, trigger in terms of a potential suicidal act. Um, and right now, the availability of therapists relative to people who need it, school counselors, we see um, in, in schools, um, depending on the state, that the mental health services are even being cut. So there's not the professionals that are needed to help out this population. So help is going down as cases are going up. That's kind of a recipe for a disaster. Okay. Now, it's important that we understand why some people may be at a high-risk group, um, how we can identify um, some of the signs of, of, uh, of distress of the calling out, and also how can we intervene in order to help. Okay, So first of all, disparities amongst people um, um, are, are, are a real thing in terms of both suicide attempts, suicide successes, um, you know, isolation, etc. Um, you know, and this is for people who are thinking about or considering it or who actually have attempted it. Okay. Now, in some groups, as I mentioned, there are a high, they, because they're in, a person's a member of a particular group, that they may be even at the highest of risk. Okay. So one of them could be um, an impacting by social conditions, right? Obviously, um, when there is hunger, when there is despair, when there is a lack of good health, housing, clean food, clean water, where will I get my next meal? That, of course, can be really, really troubling for people. How can I take care of my kids, my, my family? How do I pay the mortgage? You know, all of these things. How do I keep the electricity on? How do I pay for Internet so that my kids can stay connected with um, their education and with their peers and other things? Those are all really important things. Okay, but some of the social determinants are specific to some of these population. Racism and those and people who are discriminated. We know that there's that that, pop, that people who are minorities who are the um who but also who have this the have been impacted themselves personally by racism. 
that's really difficult. Okay. Again, economic hardship. Um, again, if they don't have affordable housing, right? If they ha if they have to live in substandard conditions, that can be really tough, difficult. Um, what if if they don't have educational opportunities? Either because they they're in a poor system, their ability to get out to move upward, um, in order to get a good um, secondary education, um, beyond um high school, that could be very difficult for somebody if they don't feel that they have a way to move up in the world. Okay, and if they have barriers to healthcare, if they're not seeing a doctor on a regular basis who can ask these questions, but also you get sick more if you don't have access to it. You you present later, maybe just to an emergency room when you're sicker. Okay, and that can be really difficult for people as well. You know, a person who finds out that they have cancer later on may feel much more despair than if somebody caught it early and maybe they were able to take actions to either remove it, prevent it um, from um, reoccurring, um, expanding, etc., like that. But if you find out that you have stage four cancer versus stage one cancer, let's face it, a person's gonna have a different mindset for that. Okay, now in terms of some of the statistics, now the National Institute of Mental Health um, that says suicide is the second leading cause of death in the United States for people aged 15 to 24. Okay, and the rates are highest among adolescents and young adults, adults who identify as a sexual minority. Okay, um, and that has to do with their sexual orientation, right? So people who are gay, um, you know, men who. Um, who are attracted to men, females, attracted to females. That's one thing. And that's different than gender identity, which is the um, the second group where a person feels that their identity, that their um, doesn't match who they, the, the sex that they were born to. So of course, those are not the same things, even though they seem to be getting lumped in a lot in the time together. Okay. Now, one of the reasons why I have been such an outspoken um, advocate and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community and just stand so strongly against the onslaught is because policies and legislation are actively out there attacking them, denying them, denying them the right to have medical care, where we know that that medical care can be the difference between their depression and suicide or not. Laws are causing people to kill themselves. That's a tragedy. But yet it happens. So I feel I have to advocate for people to let them know, A, just I'm standing up for them and complaining and, and trying to do things to make a difference for them, but also to let them people know that they're heard, that there are people out there who care for them, even if they don't know who they are. Every life is valuable. Every life is worth something. People need to feel valued. That goes a long way compared to when you feel desperate. Okay. Now, in terms of signs to look for, okay, if a person is not just set, you know, well, you know, it's one thing for a person to say, ah, I don't want to live anymore. But when a person's really talking about it on a regular basis, or specifically, I want to end my life, but even more so than that, are they looking for a way? Are they buying a gun? Um, are they searching for topics online? Do they have a specific plan? Yeah, you know, you ask a kid, do you have a plan? No, it's not something I'm really, you know, I, I think about it, but it's not a, versus I know where the knives are. I know where my parent keeps the gun. When a person has a specific plan, they are much more likely to proceed with an action than if they don't. Okay. Um, but also talking about feelings of hopelessness, as we were talking about before. Um, if they feel like they have no reason to live, they may decide that they don't want to. 
or need to, um, if they feel trapped, if they have unbearable pain that is not treated again, maybe due to lack of access of healthcare or just because no doctor has been able to figure it out yet. Um, do they feel like they're a burden to others, especially to their family or friends or people in the community that they're, they're, that they feel that they're just such a burden that it would be better on the other person if the, if the individual wasn't around anymore. Okay. Um, other things could be like, you know, are there, have there been any increases in certain activities like um, alcohol or drugs? Are there increased wage episodes happening? Are they talking about seeking revenge against other people? Um, are they behaving recklessly? Okay. Um, another thing could be just like, are they sleeping too much? If somebody has a significant increase in sleep, that could be a sign, but also are they not sleeping enough? Maybe, if, and of course, um, if your mind's racing all the time, but of course, if you're not sleeping, then it, it makes a detriment to you as well. Um, are they withdrawing? Are they isolating themselves? Are you not hearing from somebody? Is a child or somebody else staying in the room all the time, not wanting to come out, not wanting to come sit with the family, maybe for TV or for game night or for dinner? Um, if you see those changes happen, now granted, there are some people who are more or um, um, withdrawn, you know, withdrawn in general, but they're still participating in things. So a change there, that could be a really big concern. Are there any extreme mood swings happening? Um, especially if you're seeing significant anxiety or agitation, irritability, that could be a real big sign as well. Okay, how can we help people? Okay. Now in the, um, in the show notes, in the description down below, I have put a series of resources there that you can just click on that you can understand, um, chat lines, um, suicide prevention lines, um, the Trevor project specifically for people in the LGBTQ plus community, but there are plenty of national and regional resources out there. Know them use them. They may be able to help you just through those types of things if you are a, a family member or a friend, but also for a person to call if they realize that, oh, I'm heading down that spiral. I'm, I'm heading in that direction. Okay. Um, but also, but if you on an individual basis, be there for that person. Check in with them. Let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you love them. Let them know that they have worth. Let them know that you would be so sad if they weren't part of your lives anymore and that their presence, even if they don't feel good, brings you happiness. You're glad that they're part of your life. That can mean a heck of a lot to people. Okay. Um, but follow up on it. Don't just say it once. Keep track of that person. Send little texts, little messages, send little emojis, send little memes that maybe just lighten something, uh, somebody up. But continue to check in. It can't just be a one-time thing. Okay. Um, now, just in terms of some of other holistic approaches that people can do. Okay. Of course, making sure that anybody who has a potential for suicide, but also anxiety and depression, bipolar disorder, working with a mental health therapist that the individual connects with. And it has to be somebody they connect with because they're not going to reveal themselves. They're not going to be absorbing what that person's saying if it's a bad fit. So some people do have to go through several therapists before they find the right one. But that is a really important thing, okay? Pra learning and practicing mindfulness techniques. How can we reframe um, our mind when we go to a darker place? How can we move ourselves to the light? What can we visualize? How can we breathe through it, okay? Can we listen to music that's relaxing or a favorite song? There are actions that a person can take, okay? Um, get outside. Spend time outside exercise, try and do fun things, go swimming. One of the best things you can do, it's so relaxing, the water pressure on our bodies. It can be just a really beautiful thing. Prioritizing good sleep hygiene. That means turning off your phones, making the room dark, 
Don't listen to or play any video games or, or watch TV that's super excitatory before you try to go to bed. You need to kind of like ease our way in to make sure that we're getting a good amount of sleep. Okay, optimizing our gut microbiome. I've talked about this so many times. How are the good guys there? Are there any bad guys there? We know that the microbiome, the gut-brain connection is a really important thing, okay? Optimizing vitamin D levels and thyroid levels in particular. Those are two things that can have a critical impact on a person who is depressed or anxious or irritable or suicidal. Spending time with loved ones, okay? Around people that make you feel good. But that also means maybe avoiding people who are toxic. You know, that, that's that's true, too. You know, if you're with somebody who just brings you down every single time, maybe and a self-preservation, it's it's OK to say I, I need to pull back from that particular individual. It doesn't mean pull back from everybody. But if there's somebody who makes you upset every single time, if there's somebody who um, makes you anxious, just the anxiety of going to meet that person can be problematic. Sometimes you need to cut loose on some of those types of things. And it's sad if it's a family member, but self-preservation is really, really important. Okay, um, working with a knowledgeable provider who can understand how to properly use cannabinoids, vitamins, minerals, amino acids, fatty acids, um, etc., can really make a difference as well. So, hopefully, you learned a thing or two. Hopefully, somebody out there may hear this and uh, maybe can help somebody th themselves or or somebody else out. That because um, you know, obviously, a suicide is just a horrible thing for anybody um, who has to survive it when somebody else undergoes it, let alone the taking of a precious life. So hopefully you learned a thing or two hopefully you never have to utilize these things but you have the tools now study up on these things learn those resources and have a nice day